to say my name. My name is Deja Brown. And you're listening to. And you're listening to. The Open Mic. The Open Mic. Podcast. Podcast. Pop. Yeah. Hey, hey everybody, welcome back to the Omar Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Brown. Just off the break, I do not own the rights to this song. You know what it is. It's Janelle Round and Round featuring Method Man and Red Man. Uh, one of my favorite um, movies of all time. Ha ha. Uh, I want to thank the ones and twos and threes of y'all who downloaded to Talking with Teresa podcast, reaching new numbers. And by new numbers, I mean downloaded over 30 times <laughs> in less than two days, which is a record for the Over Radio podcast. I appreciate the ones and twos of y'all. Um, but anyway, there's no need to keep y'all in suspense. You know, I got somebody good in the booth, in the unbeknownst studio. I want to bring in the big homie. I want to call him. You know who he is. I say he had good hair with Dominic Gray was in the studio. Uh, Mr. TJ Ferguson. Man, what's going on, Bob? Hey, what up, man? How you been, man? I'm good, bro. Hey, man, uh, I want to thank you. Uh, oh, real quick, I, I keep forgetting to give everybody the guidelines, yo. We don't talk about the Unbeknownst Studio. It's just the Unbeknownst Studio. No one knows oh, all right. <laughs> what okay. the studio is. But you made it here. You made yeah, it through the I'm, woods. I'm you, here, man. You made yeah. it through security? Yeah, I made it through, man. It was rough, bro. It was yeah. rough. They, 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 they're very thorough out they there. Are. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they check everything, and it's good to go. They, they actually uh, harassed Teresa, so there's a pending court case, I'm sure. Oh. Yeah, so oh. we're gonna I'm gonna have to settle that one out of court. But um, hey man, it's good to be it's good to have you here, man. Oh, thanks for having me, man. And um, you know, I like to ask those interview questions. Okay. You know, what I'm saying, but first before I bring anybody <laughs> on, I like to give out those. If, if you're part of the ones or twos, you know, I have backstories to anybody I bring to the Unknown Studio. And uh, TJ here, uh, I met him. We was I was doing the mic, and this is right after Black Panther came out, and uh, TJ was the first. Comic I seen with Killmonger hair. <laughs> he had Killmonger hair. I was like, oh my god! Like, look at Killmonger's hair now, and then look at and if you if you follow TJ Ferguson, all his uh, social media stuff will be there. And then look at his hair. You're like, oh my god, Mike Brown's right. I know, I'm, I'm a smart guy, man. So, um, TJ, uh, let's get some background on you, man. Uh, how long you been doing comedy, and uh, what got you into it? Uh, I guess going on four and a half, five years. Okay, comedy consistently, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, now um, you didn't you didn't start in DC. You started somewhere else, right? Yeah, I did my first set ever in Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah, and that was back in two thousand and eight. All right. Yeah. But I mean I didn't do comedy from two thousand eight until now. I probably got serious about two thousand twelve, thirteen. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Okay. Uh I don't know. Well, I, my degree was in theater and I was working at a theater in Louisville the first time I tried comedy. Oh, so what school was it? Uh Greensboro College. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh shout out to Greensboro College. <laughs> yeah, Greensboro G C Pride. So, yeah, but uh, I was working at a theater in Louisville, Kentucky, and just mm. I got tired of playing roles designed for white men, really. It was like, I'm oh, they, write they, my own stuff. They weren't they won't, they won't rocking with the TJ? I mean, they was rocking with me. It's just how theater is, though. So, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, I was like, I did this all through college, and I was doing it there, so. So, you say they were writing roles for white people, so they was like, yo, put put TJ in blackface. <laughs> well, <basically, laughs> to make him a white guy, that's a black guy. Th- nah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just that's just theater. That's oh, just how okay. it works, so. Okay. Uh, so, you say you started off in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, started in Louisville, Kentucky, and then you moved, and then where'd you, where'd you go to after that? I went to, I left Louisville, I went to grad school in Houston. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, you were well-traveled. That whole time. Okay. So you well-traveled. So you have a like bit. a, yeah. you, you have master's degrees and stuff like that. No, I got, I got, uh, I didn't finish graduate school. So you I didn't? Just, yeah, I just got my BA. Okay. Hey. Yeah. Hey. I got one too. Hey, yeah, hey. I made it a semester. <laughs> I, was like, I, 
I can't sit in the classroom anymore. All right, so you went to you went to Houston with James Harden. After that, you, yeah, you, I was with. Then you came to Virginia. You came West Coast. You came nah, East I Coast. Went, so I went from Houston to I went home for like. Sorry, right, I quit after first semester. Mm-hmm. And then I stayed in Houston for like maybe like seven eight months after that. Mm-hmm. Moved home for the summer uh, with my parents. Mm-hmm. Worked for my dad. He's got his own construction company. Okay. Then I was a long-term substitute for a couple months of my high school as a drama teacher when my old drama teacher was on maternity leave. Okay. And then I went to New York. Okay. And that's when you started comedy. Uh, yeah, I was doing comedy. <laughs> I was doing comedy in New York, but I was more so focused on trying to like do like theater and stuff. Like, like survive. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying yeah. to make ends meet. Okay. But I was working, and I mean, I did some shows, but I mean, I thought mm. I was good, but. Yeah. Oh, okay. So when? So okay. So okay. Good. This is interesting now. It's a lot. Yeah. No so, one knows us. <laughs> this, this, you see, you came to the old man radio show. You was like, "Hey, man, we're going to talk. We're going to talk some trash." No, man, I need the backstories, man. <laughs> the next show is going to be like, "We're going to talk some trash." But the audience need to they need suckers in my Stevie Ray voice from Harlem Heat. Suckers need to know. Okay. <laughs> and okay. So let's go. All right. So um, this is how I do it. I get I get the backstories and then I go all the way in. So okay, you went to Houston. Yeah. Okay. Start off in Houston. No, Kentucky was the drama teacher well Kentucky was the drama school yeah I mean it was like okay Okay. and then you went to Houston yeah you you, you threw in the towel and went to New York so then you went to New York after you went to New York yeah then you came to DC then uh, I moved to Charlottesville after New York I was in New York for about a year okay and then I moved to Charlottesville, which is right outside my hometown, and I was there for like maybe three and a half years. Okay, all right. Yep, and then I came up to Northern Virginia. Okay, and that's where you met Chris Allen. Hey, I met Chris in Charlottesville. Okay, yeah, because you y'all y'all was one of the three black people in Charlottesville. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are plenty of black people. We were one of the three comics in Charlottesville. Okay, all right, yeah. and that's dope because it's you, Chris, and then it's Weston Hodges, right? Right. Okay, all right, all right, and cool. Paige Campbell too. Okay, yeah. no one knows who Paige is. Yeah. I gotta look Paige up. All right, but Paige is in the building. When I was there, like, okay, that's 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 who I was mostly doing stuff with. Okay, now okay, so once you got the shot, do you remember uh, the first joke you ever written, or like when you first thing went on stage, like this is my joke? It's crazy. <laughs> I was just talking about this with uh, my homeboy the other day. I don't know if it was the first joke, but it's a joke mm-hmm. that I told when I was in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, it was back when uh, Obama was running against Hillary. Okay. And the Kentucky Derby that year was a horse named Big Brown. Okay. <laughs> and then there was a there was a filly, a female horse that came in second that was eight bells because I was at that derby. Okay. So anyway, Big Brown won the derby. Okay. And then eight bells, she came in second. All right. But she like broke her ankles and they had to put her down. Oh. So yeah. So one of my one of my first jokes was like, yo, I just see the derby as a uh, foreshadowing of the election. <laughs> I was like, yo, uh, I was like, Big Brown won. <laughs> I was like, I'm not saying uh, I want Hillary to die, but no. she could break both ankles. <laughs> die, Big Brown? Yeah, so that was uh, that was one of my first jokes. Okay. All right. So, okay. So, Charlottesville. <laughs> Charlotte, so, it goes from, okay, hold on. I got, I got this, CJ. <coughs> Kentucky. Then Houston. Mm-hmm. To New York. To Charlottesville, mm-hmm. and then you moved to Northern Virginia. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. I got you now, TJ. We here. We here. Now, in all of this, right? In all of this, do you remember any of the roles that you played in in your drama school or? Uh... Oh yeah, man. I played a bunch of stuff. I played uh, Giles Corey in The Crucible. Okay. 
I played uh, Tom Robinson in To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. Uh, I, no, I heard of To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, you heard of that one? Yeah. I heard <laughs> never heard of The Crucible, though? The nah, Salem Witch Trials? Nah, I'm not very cultured, <laughs> TJ. We're not very cultured uh, here at the Open Door Studio. <laughs> then I did, uh, I worked at... I worked at a bunch of different theaters, but then I did like some children theater in Southwest Virginia, so I played a king in Snow White. Do you mind reenacting one of those roles? Nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> NSI <laughs> Solomon. <laughs> did you have to do your voice or something like it's all like who would still be your favorite theater artist? Is that the right thing? Like theater actress or I, mean, I don't even I mean honestly I don't even think that I I don't know, I'm so far removed from that world now. Mm-hmm. Um I mean at the time you know there were people. I don't. I don't even know, honestly. Oh. Yeah, I'm so far removed from it. So like theater wise, I couldn't tell you. Because I always feel like theater guys, like guys is a theater, they always had this strong voice. Like, and then I, <laughs> they always speaking pauses. They like, and I, nah, then it's just a bunch. I mean, it's very much theater clicks are very much like comedy clicks, but just weirder. Okay. They're just weirder people. Yeah. yeah. They do open mic theaters. Nah, they don't do any open mic theaters. <laughs> I got. You know what? I got a friend that uh. Runs a show up in New York, though. They do a show called Our Bar, mm-hmm. which is like an interactive theater show that they just do. So they're doing theater in the bar while people are there. So people come there to see a show, but they're just like, there's no stage. They're just in the bar doing theater. Okay, but it's not open it's mic. It's not, nah, like, it's not open mic. Like, I just wrote this on the way. On the yeah, way. Nah, yeah, they, they, they write a script. <laughs> they're not y'all about, y'all about like this. I just wrote this on the way, on the, on the, on the train, <laughs> on the green line. Y'all might, y'all might appreciate this. Uh, like, okay, so, all right, so, all right. I got all of that. You, you, you. I tried to get him, guys. He won't. He won't reenact any other To Kill a Mockingbird. Like this is not even a scene. Just this is a small submit. Not even a sample. So it's okay. I'm not I put a, it's a pic on Instagram somewhere of me playing Tom Robinson. Okay. Yeah, I, look, I look a lot different. Yeah. Would you ever? Would you ever? What's the movie with Denzel and the lady? I can't think. Fences. Oh yeah, Fences. Yeah. You was in Fences. I wasn't in Fences, but I know. I know all about all of August Wilson stuff, man. He's okay. Great. Okay. Now, now, like, how intense is the like the theater game? If anybody was like to get like, how intense is the like? I know, I know, I know, I know comics, and I know comedy. I know how much they rehearse, and then I see people get off stage like, ah, that, 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 and then they like rip paper up and like, ah, you know, like how intense is like the theater rehearsals and auditions and stuff like that? Oh man, it's uh, I mean, it's as intense as you make it. But I mean, for me, mm-hmm. um. Me and Ross were actually just talking about this on uh, my podcast (laughs) (laughs) that I haven't released yet. Uh, So basically, the school I was at ran a rep-style theater program. So rep means like a bunch of shows going on or this and the other. So we did, I think, eight productions a year, Mm -hmm. which is a good year for smaller professional theaters. So Mm -hmm. it was constantly doing something. So Mm with undergrad, it was like I got my regular classes in the morning, 10 till 1 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then from like one until five thirty, I'm in theater classes. So I'm in my acting classes. I'm in my scene shop. Mm-hmm. All that half hour break for about forty five minute hour break for lunch. I mean dinner, mm-hmm. and then I'm in rehearsal from six thirty to ten. Damn. Yeah, that's like Monday or Tuesday through Friday, and then mm-hmm. morning rehearsals on Saturday. Okay. Then like when the school gets days off from work, the theater's still working. Okay. So like you know they got MLK Day off. Well, now we building the set today. So yeah, we, <laughs> and we got rehearsal. So I was just telling Ross, it's always it was for me in undergrad. It was always constantly something going on, yeah. all the time, which uh, kind of prepared me for this. Okay, yeah. All right, so my so my next question, right? And then we're gonna we're gonna speed this thing up. <laughs> my next question is, how did has any of your theater training 
prepped you for this? And I know you just touched on it a little bit, but I'm talking about like the as far as like acting has have you in it, have you placed any of that into your actual act? Yeah, your act as a new comic would say in your act. Um, <laughs> not as much as I should, mm-hmm. um, but I think it certainly just prepped me. I think, I think I was like just with stage presence, like starting out. Just I was just used to being on stage, so I think it was easier for me to get comfortable. Mm. on stage maybe quicker than it would be for somebody yeah. first time because I was used to public speaking I was Yo, used okay. to being in front of an audience I know, I know like K-Song he was saying that he, I think he took theater too and it prepped him for his comedy and you you can pretty much see his act as yeah his, and that's a, you know, <laughs> K-Song he's very like big like movements and stuff and I don't think that I probably incorporate as much of that stuff as mm-hmm. I should because I was a very physical actor but I don't feel like I'm a very physical comedian okay all right, TJ. You you plugged your <laughs> podcast. Plug it real quick, man. You got this new podcast coming out. Oh, uh, comics and kicks, man. We just talk comedy. We talk sneakers. Uh, that's that's basically it. Okay, so. don't go nowhere, man. We're gonna take a small break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about comics, um, kicks and comedy because I just got me a couple of kicks myself, buddy. And <laughs> we're gonna talk about this podcast. We just I just had to get the backstory real quick. Um, as always, people, I like to play um, from the big homie Tony Combain. As soon as I find it, I I am trash when it comes to preparation. You know that. Um, we will take one song break. When we come back, I'm gonna play. Uh, we'll talk about comics and kicks, and then I'm gonna play Tony Cobain's moments. Boom! I found it. Uh, moments. You know how we do. Featuring recipe uh, for winning. Be right back. Nice and quiet. Oh, I wanna sex you up. You need this kind of love. Who gonna love you like me? Nobody. My body all over your body. They don't know about this. Let me take you to a place nice and quiet. Oh, I wanna sex you up. You need this kind of love. Who gonna love you like me? Nobody. My body all over your body. They don't. Red light so I can hit it. Shorty text me she had a long day. Told her get ready for the business. She the gift I needed since Christmas. I ain't never take off my wish list. Everything started with a kiss kiss. Now we all twisted yoga positions. Told her she remind me of a Jeep. The way she ride me through the sheets. Told me she needs TLC. Now she see why nigga creep. She got me feeling for life, bro. She got me calling her wife, though. I can hit it all night, yo. Her body got me all hyped, though. Let me take you to a place nice and quiet. Ooh, I wanna sex you up. You need this kind of love. Who gonna love you like me? Nobody. My body all over your body. They don't know what I'm missing. Let me take you to a place nice and quiet. You can tell how long, how much I play this song. I know the, I actually know the lyrics. I don't know the lyrics to any song. And we're back to the Oh My Radio podcast. I got my man TJ Ferguson in the house, and um, we were just talking, man. And um, you know, I have head security up in the Unknown Studio, so I can't say this too loud. But I just copped the infrareds. Like I got the shit that Georgia said. Got him. <laughs> I got that text, yo. And uh, a lot of people don't know. TJ's a sneakerhead, yo. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, um, if we talk about, I'm like part-time sneakerhead, like 32 hours and below. 
<laughs> this dude's a full-time sneakerhead. Like, he has the, the smock and everything, man. Um, what got you to kicks, man? Uh, I don't know, honestly. I just <laughs> I just like them. I was, I was telling somebody else this. I feel like I really started liking kicks in, like, seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first year I got more than one pair of back-to-school shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I went back with three and was flexing. <laughs> I, I, I could alternate these. I could change yeah, out. Yeah, I was like, alternate and change out. I was like, you know what? I like this. And then I think from then on, all through high school and all that stuff, like you talk to any of my boys from back home, they'll tell you like, mm-hmm. my kick game been strong since. What was your first kicks though? Like The first, I don't know. No, like the, like the, the, the ones where you're like, yo, I'm in this, yo. <laughs> oh, the, um. I think the first ones that dropped that I really ever wanted, I think I was in ninth grade, the uh, Iris and Answer. Okay. The, the DMX ones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They dropped and I got them for Christmas and I was like, ooh. Because <laughs> I remember when I was in school, the uh, Fila, um, the Fila's uh, wasn't in style. But I still wanted those Grand Hills. <laughs> I still wanted them Grand Hills with the strap <laughs> with the strap at the back. And uh, I got them when they was out of style. But um, like a year later when they was in, um, in a little cheap joint. But... Um, then it was the Jordans, the patent leather ones, and I, I, I didn't get my first. Gorts. Yeah, I didn't really get a pair of Jordans until my first pair of Jordans were last year. I think. <laughs> yeah, it was undergrad for me. That was when I bought my first Jordans. Yeah, but like, I had a boy named um, he might be listening to this joint too. Church, um, they call him Larry. Church. His name was Larry Church. Shout out Larry Church, tightest town, stand up. Um, he had anytime the Jordans pop, he was the first one to get them. And that's when Jordans were like $140. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's a lot for somebody who was working at Food Line. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I hadn't seen the Food Line until I came out here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I passed my Food Line and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I know where I'm at. Now, now you have a podcast that you, um, it's called Comic is Kicks and Comedy or co- Comedy? Uh, Comics and Kicks. Okay. Yeah. Um, tell, tell the people about it and, um, you know, when it's going to drop and everything. How uh, it I'm going to try to drop it Monday, Tuesday. Uh, okay. I record. I wanted to get it done this week. Just been busy. But um, it's just me, man. We just uh, talking comedy, comedy, talking sneakers. Okay. Uh, it's just going to be fun. I'm going to get you on. So. Okay. Hey, man. I only, I only, I only, hey, look. This, this, this is my routine. All right. I get a new pair of Timberlands every year when it's, when it's snow drop. <laughs> yeah. And I wear the old Timberlands to shovel snow. And then whenever the head security guard allows me to buy something hot, and that means I got to buy her something so I can get something. So you can get something. So you spending double. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, I got, just got those infrareds, and then I got the Chinese New Year. New Year, New Year the 12s. The 12s. And I can't wait for both of them to get in here. I got to smuggle them in here. And I, got to, <laughs> I got to fight through security to get in here, man. Um, so, so what kind of apps do you use? I know there's Goat, there's Sneaker, like... I use uh, sneakers, a goat. Uh, mm-hmm. I like StockX a lot too. Some people don't mm-hmm. like it. I've never had a problem with it. Uh, mm-hmm. I like them. Okay. And like, do you go to like different sneaker conventions? Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've never, I've never been to one. No, never. Nope. You're not a real sneakerhead, yeah. Uh, Neither yeah. am I. But I, who, who <laughs> am I to? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I've never been to one. Okay. Okay. So you don't go to sneaker. You 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 just don't go to sneaker conventions. No, nah, I mean I would go. I just mm. I you just, just ain't found one. Yeah. Okay. We got we got to find one, man. I know we're in a group. Yeah, there's one local. This one coming up uh, soon. I have to look at like Sneaker Mania DMV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. And now you also you customize kicks now. Yeah, I just started like, doing like, that. This is a whole new level of addiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna pay like two hundred, three hundred dollars for these shoes, and then I'm gonna change them. <laughs> nah, see, I'm not, I'm not. No, see, I'm uh, the ones I'm customizing right now are like mm. pretty much general release stuff that I wouldn't wear. Okay, unless I customized it. Okay, like give me, yeah. give, 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 give the folks an example. And I seen someone on, on your page, but give the yeah. folks an example of like. Uh, so I bought the uh, Guava Isis. Okay, which is a like a light pink. 
Uh, so I blacked out the toe and the uppers around the tongue and the swoosh. Mm-hmm. Um, look better in my opinion. And then I just the ones I'm really excited about. I just got the orange peel ones. Okay. And uh, turned those into shattered backboards. Oh shoot. <laughs> yeah, with shattered backboards, you know they cost like what seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So I took the Gatorade orange peel ones and I made them a shattered backboard uh, colorway. Okay. Now how did now what's what's like the process into doing something like that because like if i was to do it i would just have paint all over here right <laughs> nah uh, i mean i just watched some youtube videos really mm-hmm. so um it's a paint that everyone recommends like all the customizers angeles direct angeles uh acrylic leather paint okay so all the customizers use that and then you got to acetone the shoe mm-hmm. which basically just wipe it down get the factory finish off okay um and then you can paint over it so it's, i mean it's tedious and time consuming but okay I so, love it. so like you priming it, like you, yeah, like, yeah, like, prime, you, you gotta wipe it down, you yeah, wipe get it the back, finish off, put plastic everywhere. Now, are you changing out the shoelaces too, or? Uh, in some cases, yeah. Okay, yep. so you like you you just you just change the whole shoe around all all together. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Would would you ever pursue this as a side hustle? Man, I want to pursue this as a, a full time <laughs> hustle, man. Like, what, I'm, I'm sneaker? To, huh? What customizer yeah, shoes? Yeah, like I I want to get good at it enough at it so I can transition away from my nine to five. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So that's that's what I want to do. Oh wow. Yeah. So if I was like, hey man, I got these dirty ass Air Force Ones, can you change them to something that is TJ Tastic? Yep. I got you. <laughs> like, how, how much would how much would that run? Like one twenty five. One twenty five. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got to provide my own acetone. What you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> and look right right now. I mean, I, I mean, right now I'll do some. I'll do stuff for word of mouth. Just mm-hmm. like. Until I get real good, but I mean, yeah, I want to get to a point where I can okay. transition out of day job and then just do that in comedy. Okay. How, how many pairs of shoes y'all, man? I mean, give oh, me a rough gosh. number. Uh, and 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 in that number, how many of them do you just wear? Uh, like, I know I'll, I I could count on two hands how many pairs of shoes I own and how many times, and I can't count on how many times I actually wear those shoes repeatedly because I'm not that big of a sneakerhead. Like, I didn't know there was trade value and finance charges. Like, I, I financed some shoes one time. I was like, this is amazing. This is, <laughs> I was making $20 payments on GOAT for some, <laughs> for some concourse. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> I've done that too, bro. It was like, like this, do, this is getting ridiculous. Um, so, all right, shoes, how many? So, Air Max, if we just, Air Maxes and J's. Mm-hmm. Probably forty. Okay. Just Air Max and J's, and then if you throw in like Vans and like Adidas and stuff like that, I probably got like seventy. Oh, okay. Seventy pairs, something like that. Okay, but so you don't wear the same shoe. You don't wear the same shoe in the month. Uh, nah, man. I, honestly, I got like maybe four or five pair in heavy rotation. And okay. Others, I kind of forget that I even have until I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I'm use today. <laughs> okay. And then, and so so uh, it was like you know what so if you had like a big show, mm. let's say let's say you you hosted at the Arlington Draft House, cheap plug, and um, it's a big show, it's a big theater. Which shoe are you going with? Uh, tonight I'm uh, if it was tonight then I wear these backboards uh, that I just finished or I'm I'm finishing the second one now. Okay. Be them. Okay, the bat boys. Those yeah, are the orange and black ones. Yeah, the orange and black ones. Yeah, those joints is fresh by the way. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Mm. Okay. All right, so let's say you're at the DC Improv, and you're doing five shows in the main room. Oh, <laughs> I'm probably ordering the real backboards before I go. <laughs> I'm going to order those and rock them. Uh, 
The or the Concords, man. Concords. Oh, the, 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 the white and black? Yeah. Pat Leather? Yeah. yeah. I, I missed out on those. God damn. You can still bitch. get them? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I looked on Goat. Goat, they, somebody, because I wore a 12. Goat was like 283. Oh, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, and I was like, I'm going to get the infrareds. I'm going to get the infrareds yeah. <laughs> since they're there. And, um, I got the infrared, so like two hundred. It was. I was like, hmm. Oh yeah, you got retail. You got them for retail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got the. I got them for two hundred. I, I just, you know, I went on the app, on the sneaker app, and I, I, I pulled them, and then I got my little message that said, "Got them." Got them. That's the best sh- feeling, man. <laughs> I, had that. Got em. I had to share that. Got them. I had to share that. I had to share that. It was funny. I saw you post that. I was like, oh, I can't wait to get over here and flex on Mike. I was like, oh yeah, I got them two weeks ago. <laughs> I was really excited. It's like, it cool y'all getting, getting your little infrareds now on the on the regular release date. I but, was, but I got them early. I hate TJ. <laughs> <laughs> like, who was it? Dominic. Dominic was like, yeah, this is why I do the. This is what the uh, what do you call it? The algorithm. Once I got the algorithm, <laughs> I got this. I got the super secret secret release. Dom heavy heavy into it, bro. He heavier than me. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I got the super secret secret release. I was like, God damn, I was like, yeah, I just got the, I just got the Chinese joys, and I looked at the message, and I looked at, I was like, oh, he had a the other pair of shoes that released that, that I, nobody else got. I didn't get them either. I was, wasn't privy to. Yeah. God damn you, Dom. God damn you. All right, so. You dropped this. You about to drop this podcast, and it's comics and kicks, kicks and comedy, comics and kicks. Okay, comics and kicks. All right, and um, it's just comics talking sneakers. Would you ever bring a comic <coughs> in? Comedy and sneakers. Yeah, you know? yeah. Would you ever bring a comic in that you only wore, that you seen wear Sacconis? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll have some bonus episodes and get them on. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like a comment is like, man, you, like they just wear the same shoes over and over again. You were like, ah. Yeah. Be like, I mean, I think uh, even like the first one I did was me and Ross. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I tell Ross, he's a novice sneakerhead, you know, he's he's new to it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, honestly, like once I go to editing, I'm probably going to cut out a lot of the sneaker talk and this will just be mostly comedy based. Okay. Yeah. So anybody that is like, I just, I just go to, I go to. I go to rack room shoes to get my <laughs> to get my shoes. Sometimes I do go to rack room shoes. They're like, yeah, no, we can't talk anymore. <laughs> you can't be on this podcast. They're like, oh, because uh. I, I think I had on the Kevin Durant's when I broke my ankle, and um, Dom was like, yeah, that's because you buy the rack room shoes, and I was like, that was too close. That was too close to home, Dom. That was <laughs> too soon. <laughs> I did get these shoes to rack room. <laughs> this hurts. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't lace all the way. <laughs> this hurts. It was so many levels. Oh, man. So, do you play ball or anything in your shoes? Nah. No? Nah. I, I think it's amazing when I see people play basketball in the gym in, like, Concord. Yeah, like, nah. Man. I got, I mean, I got some, uh, what I got? I got some fake phone posits. If I do, I haven't hooped in probably over a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll wear them, but. Okay. Yeah. Cause I like, got some barbershop foams I hoop in. <laughs> <laughs> I got the eighty. I got the eighty dollar foams. Hey man, I got these foams for you guys. It, it was a dude named. Uh, this one I was living in Charlottesville. We call him Mister Anderson. Oh shoot! Yeah, he used to come in there with y'all need. Y'all need. <laughs> so I got some fake. Uh, I got some fake Phoenix Suns foams. Oh wow! And uh, some stealth foams. I mean, and I know they fake. Like cause I bought them fake. I knew what I was doing when I bought them but y'all hooping those yeah so so was it like Mr. Anderson did he give give you those phone houses for like two for 80 or yeah it was dirt cheap bro. <laughs> like I mean it was 
It was nothing. Yeah, like, man, I ain't got it. He was like, okay, then, look, come on, come over here. Hold on, hold on, hold on for a second. Come over yeah, here. Yeah, he come in every Saturday. What y'all need? <laughs> what y'all need? So all he was doing was hopping on some Chinese site somewhere and order them. Something I probably could have did myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is real phone. This ain't, this ain't, this ain't the phone. This is, this is, you use actual styrofoam. This is, this is ridiculous, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Oh man! Hey man! Hey, it was good to have you on, man. Tell the people how they can get in contact with you, how they can find the podcast, uh, any upcoming shows you may have, buddy. Uh, Instagram TJ Ferg laughs. That's a uh, Twitter as well, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm not heavy in Twitter like that. Or just uh, Facebook TJ Ferguson. Uh, I don't know. I don't have much coming up. I got some stuff coming up more so towards like March, April that I really know about. I'm gonna flex on yeah. you. Huh? I'm gonna flex on you. You gonna flex on I'm me? I'm gonna flex on you on my dates. Cause I, I stay booked. <laughs> All right, let's, 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 hear, let's tell the people where they can catch you, Mike B. Hey, look, look. I'm gonna flex on you in a minute. Look, look. That's all you got? Yeah, look, yeah. You done? No, I'm done. <laughs> you done? I, I'm doing Punk House next Saturday. Uh, I got some stuff in West Virginia and Pittsburgh uh, coming up in March. Never mind. <laughs> all my shit is local. All my shit is in drive radius. That's all I got, man. I don't have anything booked right now, bro. No, no, no. You was like, no, nah, man. You got nothing. Well, you said you was going to flex. I'm be like, I'm out of state, yo. <laughs> like, let's go ahead. Let's end this podcast. Go ahead and cue the music. <laughs> I wish I had an engineer. Cue the music out there. <laughs> nah, I ain't got nothing, man. Hey, uh, thanks again for coming through, bro. Hey, how, what, 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 um, what, how can they find it? It's gonna be iTunes. How are you gonna find the podcast? Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna put it on iTunes, Spotify, all that. Uh, Comics and kicks. Look for it uh, Monday or Tuesday. I'm gonna get it out. Okay. Uh, well, you probably won't have this drop by then. Hey, just check it out either way. Oh, no, I'm, uh, I'm gonna drop it on Tuesday. You gonna drop it on a Tuesday? Okay. Yeah. Bet. Right, I drop it. So on cool. It's got to be out by then. So mine, yeah. mine has to be out by then too. So. Yeah, absolutely. Right, cool. Yeah, like, you can't be like. Yeah, I can't be like I'm driving it Tuesday. <laughs> dropping it Tuesday. Next to next Tuesday. I don't know. Like, oh man. So he ain't never dropping this podcast. It's coming out though. It's gonna come out. Because definitely Ross is gonna annoy you to make sure it drops. Like, oh yeah. Hey, I thought you were gonna drop the pod, dude. <laughs> I, I love Ross too. I love how he turns it he gets to his character. Like once he gets on stage, he's like, Hey man, I'm good. You ready? He ready? He'll be like, All right, hey, buddy. <laughs> I love Ross. <laughs> Oh man, you missed Thursday. Before we go, miss Thursday. Thursday we did. Uh, I, I hosted Reliable. I won't be there the next two weeks. Hosted Reliable. Shout out to Sean Joyce and uh, Nick and Tracy. Those are the bartenders. And um, did the mic check. Mike was working. Start the show. Mike was some trash. Oh, I believe it. The track, like I saw, I saw the pics, dude. But then I was, uh, I was also like, man, I was doing, a, I was doing a show without a mic like a week earlier too. So, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> So nah. it was like, yo, we got to go acapolo. That's wild, right? Yeah, it's fun though. Yeah, it was yeah. like it forced it, it forced you to overcompensate. Like since you don't have the microphone in your head, that it forced you to start doing head gestures. You got to work a different muscle. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I think I think I, well, the audience I do enjoyed it because um, doing Camille Roberts set, we um, I was working on a little bit and it sounded good. I did like a check. I was like about to hand her the mic and she was like, no. I was just uh. I was just telling because it happened at Wonderland mm-hmm. last Sunday, and I was just telling somebody I was like I would I would be uh, open to producing a micless show. Yeah, I think it'd just be fun. Oh yeah, it, it forces you to um, do act outs in one. Yeah, because you I mean you ain't got a microphone. <laughs> yeah, you got to work head, a different muscle. Everybody would look like they was doing TED talks, hand motions. Yeah, the funniest person was uh, Dom um, Dominic Gurr because he was like, "Can you hear me?" <laughs> He's like, I, "I did theater." Hey, hey, hey guys. <laughs> he got to doing his little hand motions and stuff like that. I was like, "Oh man, everybody just they're into it," and you can yeah, tell. Yeah, you can tell who um, didn't work on projecting from the diaphragm. I should. Uh, yeah, we should produce a micless show in a yeah. bar. 
Yeah, and, yeah. and hopefully they got music upstairs. Yeah, because that'd be trash. <laughs> That's true. But no, that'd be dope though. A Michaelis mic or, or, or Michael? Yeah, Michaelis show. Yeah, just, yeah. Just you know, no mic. Just go up there, do your material. It, it'd be a funny, dope poetry slam. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it felt like. It was like, all right. I felt like I was doing a sitcom. Like, all right. But yeah, you missed it. You could you could have got you could have got two breakfast bikes and two and two and two in the in the same week. TJ, you cheated yourself. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was doing it. Never mind. Yeah. He was bragging. Nah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, see. All right. Well, That's what I got. Right. Okay. So on the nineteenth, I'm at Nottingham in Columbia, Maryland. Uh, this Thursday, I'm at the DC Comedy Loft with Tommy Taylor. Late, almost ladies' night. On the twenty second, I'm doing do, do drop in. I'm hosting for Sylvia Trey Morrison that has Sylvia that Sylvia Trey Morrison charity Tommy Taylor again and Ashley Mayo. I'm doing this apartment show March thirteenth. Another almost ladies' night. Um, I'm at the DC Comedy Loft the twenty second through twenty third. Man, you booked. Yeah, man. March twenty eighth. I'm at, I'm doing this grassroots show and May seventeenth. I'm at the Comedy Loft again. You gotta say something to talk about on your next podcast, man. Hey, man. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I, I told you I was gonna I was gonna do a little flexing. I'm only yeah. I am then you said I'm in Pittsburgh, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> if you say Pittsburgh, that's the you went you went on man. You can't do no flexing when you got to go out of town. I'm just you, can't, you get out flex when you hey, man. I got all these dates. That's cool. It's like the person like I got all these dates. And you like you read the dates and then they're like yeah. So I'm at this bike and I'm at this bike. I'm at this bike. I'm like are these all open bikes? He like yeah. I'm like you lose. You lose. You lose. This it's open mic time. But no, man. Hey, thank y'all for listening to the show. Thanks for having me on, bro. Not a problem, man. And we're going to be back again next week for some more high intense uh, open mic radio show. Um, goodbye, everyone. More, more, more Tony Gobain. That's what we need in our life. More Tony Gobain. Cause he, so he can stop sharing this song on Facebook. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Let me take you to a place nice and quiet Ooh, I wanna sex you up You need this kind of love Who gonna love you like me, nobody My body all over your body Hey, it's your girl Trady Shade. When I'm not hosting Comedic Relief at Wonderland Ballroom You can catch me listening to the Open Mic Radio Podcast <laughs>